Welcome to Faith Youth Ministries Podcast. Each episode will feature a student interview and we will explore what are the latest things that youth are facing in the hopes that this podcast will offer encouragement, ideas, and advice how to navigate current circumstances. I'm your host, The Irrelevant MAB. For today's guest, we have with us Emily. She's been a longtime member of our youth ministry. Our families are very close, so much so that her dad is said to have been a surrogate parent for me even. Emily, take a moment and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm 17. I'm a junior. Um, I enjoy going outside, playing with my siblings, and hanging out with my friends. And tell us about some of the extracurricular activities that you've been involved in. Um, I've been involved in band for three of my high school years. I've been in leadership. So yeah, tell us about your thoughts about you know leadership and kind of how the end of the school year uh, played out. Well, in my first year, I was really surprised at like how everyone was so interested in making our school better. And they had all these really good ideas and kind of like how Anna said, um, we had a lot of things going, which I think is better than the past couple of years because you kind of hit that, hit that like lull. Um, after like homecoming and everything. But this year our teacher really tried to have us um, keep going. And so we were trying to do um, like a spring pep rally and try all these new things, especially like charity events, which now we're not gonna do. So that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, I can imagine that when you've put all that work and effort and everything like that for it to just kind of disappear is definitely uh, pretty sad and pretty frustrating. So what are some of your thoughts and concerns regarding the social distancing we are practicing right now? Um, I think I'm seeing a lot of people not really like understanding how serious this is or like people, especially my age, aren't acting the way they should. Uh, They're not being as sensitive, I think, if they don't really know someone that's being infected. I think it's kind of joked about a lot. I think it's gotten a lot better, but especially knowing like family and friends who know people who are infected and it's like really serious teens, I guess, are um, just kind of taking it more as a joking matter instead of considering how people could feel about it. Like if you post like jokes or something like that. And uh, where are you seeing this happen? And, you know, text message, group messages, uh, social media, where do you see that happening? I see in social media the most. Like I've even seen some like TikTok something about it. And like, I know people are just trying to like make, or they're trying to like cheer people up about like the fact that we're all like at our own, at our homes and we can't really go out. But I think sometimes it can go too far. Yeah, definitely, especially with, um, I was seeing reports of, I think I did see a few youth, but then I've even seen adults do it where, yeah. you know, I don't know if tempers flare, if they think they're being funny about like, you know, almost like intentionally infecting people or coughing on produce. And that is a really serious issue. I mean, some of them are being charged with uh, acts or threats of terrorism even right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have been some of your biggest challenges while social distancing? Definitely not trying to be bored. Like I didn't really like the initial idea of having a schedule, but um, after like implementing that, I think that really helps. Cause if I just wake up, I'm like, I don't really know what I'm gonna do today. I find myself bored and then I'll eat a lot. Cause when you're bored to eat. <laughs> find myself just going to the refrigerator. I'm like, I'm not even remotely hungry. Like we just exactly. ate an hour ago, but I'm just like opening the pantry cupboards. Like just, just to know I have food or something. I don't know, just bored yeah, like, like facing around. One, yeah. I take one bite. I'm like, I am not hungry at all, (laughs) but I keep eating. Yeah. And, you know, as far as challenges and boredom, you guys have kind of been fortunate where you've been able to, you know, be different places throughout the last few weeks. Tell us a little bit about where you've been and what you got, what you've been up to. So the first two weeks of official quarantine, we were 
in Delaware at my grandparents' beach house, which sounds really nice. But uh, we were there to help um, clean and set up, get the house ready for rental, which is not something that we're normally able to do, which helps save my grandparents a lot of money. And then we were here for a week and then we went close to Richmond to my grandma's house to help her with yard work and things that she has trouble doing herself. It's been really nice to not be home this whole time because then you don't get kind of stir crazy. It's different scenery. Yeah, that's kind of unique. You know, I feel like uh, I just think of some of the people that I've interviewed or will be interviewing here shortly. You know, they have been stuck in their house for four weeks now and how nice it must be to be able to have been able to go out for a little bit. But has it been uh, tough for you to keep track of days or has the traveling kind of helped you be like, oh, yeah, we're coming back tomorrow or you know, leaving this day? Uh, during the beach, I just kind of always lose track of time. So that wasn't really so much. But when we're at my grandma's house, I kept pretty good track. But even when we're here, I'm just, I don't, I don't really know what day it is. Because usually I base it off of like going to church or certain things that I have to do at school. But I don't really know what day it is until I look at my phone. <laughs> yeah, starting like Thursday or Friday, I'm always kind of like, wait, what day is it? Is tomorrow yeah. And I have to remind myself, no, it's not till Sunday. I still have a day to prepare everything I need to. Yes. What have been some of the biggest surprises, particularly good ones that you've seen, heard of, or been a part of while social distancing? I think that seeing the amount of time people are spending with their family, because normally that's not really something that you see as much anymore. And so having seen like people on social media, or even just kind of seeing um, people walk around, like in my neighborhood, I have not seen like half the people that I've seen walking around, like families. I have no idea where they come from, where they are. Uh, so I think that's that's been really nice, and especially just with my family too. I feel like we've been really, really busy with different sports and extracurricular activities that we all have. And so just kind of being able to calm down, spend some more time together, it's been really nice. Yeah, and that's great that, you know, you do have a family where you guys, for the most part, get along. I've definitely been hearing reports of some students being like, oh, I can't believe I'm around my family all the time. And I want to be like, yeah, but savor this moment. You know, this is an op a unique opportunity um, where we get to build those relationships a little bit more than we usually are when we do have such busyness. What are some of the activities you've been doing to keep you from going stir crazy? It's been kind of fun to get back into things that I haven't been able to do for a while. Like I used to be really into reading and then I just had a lot of like band kind of gone away and then doing homework. So that's been kind of nice to do that. And I also, I've always wanted to try lacrosse but I haven't. And so I ordered some lacrosse sticks and I've been doing that, which has actually been really fun. Um, I've been outside a lot. Um, we've been playing a lot of basketball. We are lucky enough to have a trampoline in our backyard and the treehouse, so we've been outside a lot. And we've also been cooking a little bit. I took uh, gourmet foods this past year, which I was bummed that I, wasn't able, that I won't be able to finish that because we were supposed to make some really nice like street tacos at the end of the year. We can't do that, so awesome. But, um, she posts all the recipes, so we've been trying to get what ingredients we can when we go to the store to see if I can make stuff, so that's been fun. And that is really cool, uh, developing some of those skills. Now, I know you mentioned you were down in Richmond, and I know in Richmond you guys don't have access to Wi-Fi. You kind of have to be a little more selective of how you use your data. Uh, tell us about that. Was that kind of difficult for you to disconnect? Is that kind of been a theme that you've been able to try to do is just kind of use your phone a little bit less during this social distancing? Um, I think towards the beginning, I was on my phone a lot more. But then, I mean, there's only so much I can spend or so much time I can spend where I'm just kind of like, like, I don't really 
So I found that I'm not on my phone as much, which is kind of weird since I'm home a lot, or since we're home all the time. Yeah, that is really cool. Any advice uh, to your peers who are probably experiencing similar challenges or experiences? Uh, definitely try new things. Kind of like I have with the lacrosse. It's something I've always wanted to try. I've done a lot of puzzles too. But also, um, like, don't let yourself get bored because then you just kind of sit and sulk and think about all the bad things. Like, we're stuck here. I have nothing to do. Like, I'm not with my friends. And that you can just spiral into a hole that you don't want to go into. But I find that if I have like a plan or a schedule, a schedule has been really helpful, then I'm not thinking about the negatives and more trying to find new opportunities to keep myself busy. Yeah, that's also really important. Yeah, that's great advice. Uh, schedules, activities kind of form that bucket list of things that you've kind of seen. And what truths have you been focusing on during this time to help you keep a good perspective on things? Um, I think there are two main ones that I've kind of stuck to. And the first one is um, that this isn't permanent. Uh, it is going to get better. It's just, just the situation right now, and we try to keep positive. The second one is everything happens for a reason. Like whether this reason is reconnect people and with like their families, or I don't know, whatever reason it could be that God has a plan just to trust in Him. It's going to get better. That is wonderful. Have you been able to add uh, devotional time or quiet time into your routine at all during the social distancing? The one week we were home, my mom, at the beginning of the day, she had us all doing like a devotional kind of thing which has been nice um but i think she wants us now to start using like the right now media kind of thing so that we can all have something more geared toward our age instead of um having that challenge of like her trying to find something that can suit like a nine-year-old and like a 17-year-old that's great that you guys are able to kind of take a advantage of that right now media resource and find something that's a little more age appropriate and I also think that those are some great truths. So I appreciate you sharing, sharing both of those. Uh, do you feel like you're starting to get any Zoom fatigue or anything like that? Like you're tired of all the Zoom meetings? I think I'm definitely gonna be tired of being on the computer because I know like even if I'm not meeting with classes every day, I think that's gonna be like, I'm gonna have a lot of work. All our work's gonna be online. So I feel like I might get annoyed with just being online so much, but I don't think Cause like I'm, I'm a very social people person. So just talking with people, like I'm fine. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And um, anything else uh, you want to share about what you've been doing, listening to reading or anything like that? Oh, I've been listening to this podcast. Um, it's the youth, uh, that, Faith Youth Ministry podcast. Yeah, I've listened to that one. But also um, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, they did um, an Office Ladies podcast. And I've been listening to that. And it's like all the behind the scenes, which has been oh, actually that's really awesome. Good. Yeah. Do you know what the name of that is? Oh, Office Ladies. Office Ladies. Yeah. I think really I good. heard that they were going to be doing that, but then I heard about it, but it wasn't out yet. And then I promptly forgot about it when I realized it wasn't out yet. So. Yeah, it's been really good, especially like all the different stuff, like the um, the Alliance episode, how like Dwight was in the box in like the warehouse. They were like, oh, that wasn't Dwight. Like that was their like prop manager and he was in there for like four hours and he's like 6'4". <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. Wow. That's yeah. really cool. All right, Emily, thank you so much for your willingness and your time to be part of this. Uh, I appreciate your words of wisdom and encouragement and advice, and I hope that everybody who listens gets a little something from it, as all of these have just been a little bit different, and I, I think it's been great. So thank you so much. Thank you.